The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody. It's kind of a drippy Monday morning, but we have much to celebrate. And I've just come from City Hall, and something that I've been doing since August of 2011 has been to interview Mayor Ronnie Marks about anything and everything that uh, is going on in our city. So I'm going to start off our program today just talking about a few things. One is there is going to be a State of the City breakfast and address on Tuesday, March 7th, and it'll be held in Carter Gym at Athens State University. And I have really come to appreciate those addresses because they they give an idea of not only what's going on and where we're going, but more importantly, the why. Why some of the decisions are being made. What's what's happening? What's what are we wanting Athens to look like? And I'm some, I'm very thankful that Mirani is somebody who stays awake at night and prays about that kind of stuff. Because uh, that doesn't happen everywhere, believe me. <laughs> oh, goodness. I have been in situations where leadership has been unbelievably poor and um, certainly was not being prayed about. And it's very, very nice to know that we have people and leaders in our city who really look at our city as their sacred charge. And that makes all the difference in the world. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. We also, it probably, I'm just flat preaching to the choir, but everybody knows that the Super Bowl is coming up. And we have something happening here in Athens-Limestone County that I'm sure has never happened. And I don't even know statistically what the probabilities would be of it ever happening again. But we have two members of Athens Limestone that are going to be playing in the Super Bowl and they're going to be playing on the same team. And so Reed Blankenship and Quez Watkins both are going to be playing for the Eagles. And um, there there have been ideas popping around about, man, maybe we should, you know, have like a an all-city watch party or something. Nothing, nothing, don't get, just don't quote me. Just folks are talking about, I wonder what we could do. This is so cool. So I don't know anything about anything other than the fact that this is a big deal. And um, we are proud of these guys. And may they do well. And as you know, Alabama, the state of Alabama, is being represented very, very well these days in the National Football League. And um, it's just fun. It's fun to be a part of it. It's a, it's fun to watch it. And, and if I may say so, I realize that football is a game. And I also have come in the 23 years that I have lived in the state of Alabama, almost 23. I've really come to understand that football is way more than a game. And when played right and when done right, it can prepare you well 
for life. It can give you a team, it can give you a mission, it can give you a reason to grow, it can give you discipline, it can give you a, a sacrificial heart, a servant's heart, or you can become a complete jerk. It's like any other part of life. You you can do what you want with what you're given. But I'm just really proud of these guys. And um, it's, it's fun to... Yeah, okay, I'll put it this way. Have I watched a number of Super Bowl games? Sure I have. Have I not watched a number of Super Bowl games? Yeah. It is not the center of my life, but I enjoy it. And, you know, especially with what's gone on, I mean, we've, we've had a lot of drama on the field um, this year. And thank God for once it hasn't been politically motivated. And we've been seeing, I think, in a way, maybe a mm, perhaps a bit of return of just purity to the sport that it's a game that is designed to bring people together to cheer and celebrate and and you know eat probably more than they should but but the point is is that we really have something fun going on here in Athens and so I'm just saying you know what if you're not a big football fan I get that but come out and and support these two guys as they do something that's never been done little Athens Alabama has two players in the Super Bowl. So that's that about that. There is another very cool thing that is going to happen this coming Saturday in the Beasley Center at 5 p.m. There's a reception, and at 6 p.m. there is um, a keynote speaker, and it's for the kickoff of Black History Month. And speaking of hometown kids making good, the person who is going to be the keynote speaker is a fellow by the name of Chauncey Glover. And Chauncey Glover is a newscaster out of Houston. And he is from Athens, Alabama. And this guy has has a an absolute servant's heart. I am so excited about having the chance to hear him. He, um, when we had our bad, bad, bad tornadoes in 2011, he organized a crew that came to Athens with food and supplies and um, clothing and helped rebuild a church. I'm not sure which one it was that, that was damaged. I mean, as we all remember, there was a lot of damage with with a lot of churches and a lot of stuff. And I wish I knew which one he had helped to rebuild. But he also had a situation where he was um, working for a television station in Detroit and a coach was had been robbed and defended himself and ended up firing upon the two kids that were trying to rob him and harm him. He was certainly exercising his Second Amendment rights, but one of the kids um, later died and um, Chauncey came upon him on the street and the, the situation was so harrowing that what he did was he went ahead and and started a foundation that is specifically designed to mentor kids because so much so much of the reason that kids get in trouble these days is because of fatherlessness it's because of entitlement I mean there are so many things and we could wring our hands or we could determine that we're going to be a community that really sees the value in building for the future 
And Chauncey is going to be talking about the next generation. And, of course, that's something that's near and dear to Mayor Ronnie's heart. He has the um, Mayor's Youth Commission, which has been going for several years now. And um, there are other mayors, not just around Alabama, but around America, that are asking him how he has done what he has done as far as the um, Mayor's Youth Commission is concerned. And that is something that we need to think about. No matter what's going on, there is a generation that is coming up. And it's our responsibility to reach out and to mentor. And you know what? There are a ton of at-risk kids, even in our beautiful town of Athens, Alabama. So if you're a retired teacher, think about getting involved in teaching kids or even adults how to read at, at the library or at the Literacy Foundation. It's time to reach out. We've got a job to do, and there's hope. If we'll get off of our keisters, I have a feeling that God will meet us, and together, things that may seem impossible with men will not be impossible. But we've got to be hands and feet, y'all. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. We'll be back in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail, as my dad used to say. And at the bottom of the hour, I have a wonderful guest. So stick with us. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Should you ever need to relight your pilot light, take precautions. Use a match holder when relighting and keep your face and body away from the opening of the appliance. If the pilot or main burner does not ignite or does not stay lit, call Athens Gas Department at 232-1440. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by Athens Gas Department, keeping the city of Athens informed. Fresh, delicious variety. That's the Jiffy Food Store number two difference. Jiffy Food Store number two on Highway 31 loves fresh and premium natural ingredients. Jiffy number two slices all their meats and cheeses daily. Salads and sandwiches are prepared fresh. Their very own in-house chef Don slow cooks their pork for eight hours, then delivers a Texas-style pulled pork sandwich you have to try to believe. Jiffy number two has the usual convenience store items and your favorite made-from-scratch breakfast biscuits and sandwiches, along with fried and barbecued chicken, chicken tenders, livers, wings, JoJo's, and a host of fresh-made sandwiches, salads, and desserts. Stop by for lunch and try their pintos and cornbread. And during the cold weather months, don't forget to try their fresh homemade stews and soups. Jiffy Food Store number two, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. Hey, slow down, buddy. This ain't Talladega. And that race car driver's number on your back window, you ain't him. Truth is, just 10 miles over the speed limit and your chances of killing someone are four times higher. So forget the number on your window and memorize the one on that orange prison jumpsuit. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. And before I hop back into some really positive news which I know always at the end of the day has the, has the greatest power. I want to take a few minutes to talk about um, some 
difficult and rather dark realities that are occurring all around us. I am in the process of becoming an ambassador for the Pure Hope Foundation. Now, this is a Christian, faith-based, most excellent organization that restores trafficked women. They are not the ones that actually do the rescuing, but they're the ones who, after about a a month of detox and um, the, the first tier care, shall we say, they're the ones that begin to rebuild the souls. And so as part of what I'm heading toward, and um, this, this, is, this is a tough, tough subject. I took a three-hour seminar that was um, by way of Zoom that was presented by the National Center on Sexual Exploitation that was done in tandem with, an, or there are many wonderful restoring faith-based trafficking, anti-trafficking um, outfits. We are, we are blessed to have them here in Alabama. They're enjoy- I mean, this is a problem and people are stepping up. But my job is to get information out. And it's, it was one of those situations where I already had felt like I was pretty fairly well-versed in some of the things that happen. And you have kind of a stereotype of it being just, you know, daddy-hungry teenage girls in a mall. Are they targets? You bet they are. Um, daddy-hungry boys. It is. This is not just something that is um, confined to one gender, of the two genders, by the way, said tongue-in-cheek. But there are actually husbands who are married and they are trafficking their wives. And their wives are holding down jobs in regular offices and situations and nobody knows. And you know, this is not going to be a surprise, but when I heard this, I went, oh, for crying out loud. We're warned in the word that the three things that are the gruesome threesome that typically take humans down are lust for power, sexual lust, lust for money. And oftentimes they weave into each other. Well, one of the things that I learned that was just so disturbing, and the reason why I'm taking some time talking about this is this. This problem is all around us. And when you are in any given room, any public place, you could very well be looking at a trafficker owner. You could be looking at someone who is being trafficked. And you could be looking at a buyer and not even know it. And so I am going to take a minute to raise awareness here. One of the things that I learned... And we all know, if, if anybody has you know, listened to Dave Ramsey for long, debt is dumb, cash is king, right? But it never occurred to me that one of the ways that traffickers keep people is by opening up credit cards in the name of the young woman and run up a whole lot of debt that they are responsible for 
And so the way it, it ends up, you've heard about debt being like slavery and man alive. This is the most um, slap-in-your-face example that I can think of of true slavery occurring this way. And as I heard these testimonies, like I said, this is not my first rodeo when it comes to dealing with this subject at all. But when I heard about traffickers slash owners going to a private college. Don't know if it was a Christian college or not, but I do know that the young woman that got hooked didn't come from the stereotyped, stereotypical type family. She had two loving parents, and she went to a private school, and this guy targeted her, and the way that he kept her was through credit card debt. And she kept selling herself in order it was like the double-edged sword she was someone who had a conscience and wanted to be paying her debts and of course she was quote-unquote in love with this guy and of course they were going to get married I'm saying there are some really wicked people out there and we need as people who love our town and love other people we need to educate ourselves so that we can have eyes wide open in this kind of thing this is a this is something that i'm sure nobody ever thought we would have to be dealing with in the united states of america but it is there are more people globally enslaved now through either labor sex or both than there ever have been in the history of the world this is not something that you can just Netflix your way out of. It's all around us. And this young woman finally escaped, and she made a real point because she had been in love. She would have done anything for this guy. And she also knows that if all she had done would have been to call her parents, that they would have been right there. This was not a situation where a child was being abused at home and therefore was vulnerable. No. This child had had a solid upbringing. And these predators are absolutely remarkable in their ability to sense need and sense vulnerability. So I'm, I'm just saying, listen, if you are a grandparent, go take your grandkids out for coffee. Just talk to them and look them in the eye and tell them that you love them. This young woman in this seminar had to really fight shame. Because why? She felt stupid. She knew that she was the exception. She knew that she didn't come from the at-risk set of statistics. And so she had to fight shame. And she one of the things that she did, and I was so proud of her, was she went ahead and told her story with her mom being there in the audience. And it was not easy. There were times that she just had to close her eyes so that she couldn't see her mom. And her mom was a good woman. Her mom was right there. Her mom, I'm sure, is being used to be part of the the healing process. And thank God, this young woman who is one sharp cookie is fighting trafficking in the cyber realm and tracking down. She is a consultant now and tracking down all kinds of things that exist in the cyber world that attract vulnerable people. Here's one other thing that I um, learned, 
and this needs healthcare professional professionals need to be aware of this and healthcare professionals are definitely trained in looking for signs of abuse and they are and they they are required by law to report things and sometimes that goes well sometimes it doesn't i mean people are trying to do the right thing but here's something that made me go oh man i would have never thought of this in the last 25 30 years in particular medical records for good reason have become um, definitely stepped up in terms of privacy is concerned. HIPAA is all about patient privacy. And there also, for good reason, has been an increase in um, cyber ability of patients to access their own medical records, which should be the case. It's your body. You're not owned by a medical system. But you know what ends up happening? Is that if somebody has access to their records and their owner slash trafficker is the one who may have just put him in the ER and is sitting out in the lobby, they can read in real time what is being put on the records. So the electronic records thing is a good idea, no question, but it has a double-edged sword. And that means that medical professionals, especially ER professionals, are going to have to get even better at following their gut and wondering, okay, what is really going on here? Here's another thing, and I'm going to be very delicate as I say this. There are traffickers that are so evil that they put tracking devices in the bodies of people who are being trafficked. And there was a woman who thought that she was going to be able to escape, it, but it just so happened that the imagery and the shadowing in the imagery did not expose the tracker that had been placed in her. There was another incident. She went back, and this time they managed to change the angle of how they were, I don't know if it was an x-ray or you know what kind of scan it was, but that was when they discovered... <sighs> what had been put in her in order to own her. Now, I am not saying this stuff to be a downer. I am someone who believes that if there is a horrible problem, there is going to be a comparable, wonderful solution. My point here is to just say, y'all pay attention, pay attention, and realize that if your gut is telling you that something's not right, the chances are pretty good that it's not and get good at especially speaking into the lives of kids about their worth and about their destiny and about their purpose and about how they are valued and how they are loved so that they don't go looking for love and acceptance in all the wrong places and end up paying a horrible horrible price pay attention and if you feel to get involved, there's so many things in, in which we can speak and make a difference. And it can sometimes just be the simple act of looking into the eyes of a kid and say, I am so glad you are alive. So that's it for the moment. But what we're going to have when we come back from Yellowhammer News, John Jackson with Sleep in Heavenly Peace is going to call in. And Sleep in Heavenly Peace is a wonderful organization that um, is nationwide. 
and we have chapters here in Alabama. We don't have one in Limestone, and I, I hope we do soon. But they make beds for um, all kinds of individual situations, foster care situations, DHR, churches, um, missions. They make beds, and, and they have bed builds, kind of like Habitat has house builds. And you don't have to know anything about anything. They'll teach you how to run a Makita and, and drive a screw into a 2 by 4 and they, um, they make the beds. They then take them to the houses where they're going to be put up, and they have mattresses and bedding that are provided, and we're going to hear all about the difference that having a child have their own bed makes in their lives. So, this is Allie Turner. We'll be back in Five Shakes of Lamb's Tale, and thank you. Hang on and wait, because we're going to be really excited about what we're going to be learning today. Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Barron Services and WKAC1080.com. Planning for retirement is no small task. If you don't know where to start, join Chris Wallace of WG Financial Group every Saturday morning at 9 for the Rocket City Retirement Show. Chris shares helpful tips and strategies that just might change the course of your retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 9 to the Rocket City Retirement Show with Chris Wallace. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. My caretaker was very rough with me, but I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. My son was supposed to help take care of me, but he was never around. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the ABA, and this station. The number of new COVID and flu cases declining in Alabama. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. The Alabama Department of Public Health says January started with about 1,500 new COVID-19 cases per day, and now it's down to about 1,000 new cases per day. The number of flu cases also continues to decline. So far, 115 Alabamians have died from the flu this season. Four of them were children. Federal and state officials have launched a $10 million project aimed at repairing and upgrading an Alabama community's failing sewer system that has left residents dealing with pools of raw sewage at their homes. 
The project in Haneyville is being funded from money allocated to the state by the American Rescue Plan and Bipartisan Infrastructure Act. Alabama's role in fighting cybercrime is getting bigger. YHN's Brian Tilton explains. Homeland Security's National Computer Forensic Institute is expanding its presence in Hoover thanks to a $23 million boost in congressional funding. The 23,000-square-foot facility will quadruple in size over the next two years. ABC 3340 reports NFCI trained 4,800 people last year from around the country, and that will increase to about 10,000. The facility trains law enforcement and prosecutors around the country on fighting cybercrime. For YHN News, I'm Brian Tilton. Last week was National School Choice Week, and U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville joined two other lawmakers in legislation to aid school choice. Tuberville introduced the Educational Choice for Children Act. The act is designed to expand educational opportunities for students. For more Alabama stories, go to yellowhammernews.com. I'm Scott Chambers. You are listening to YHN News. By now, your daily routine is probably a little too routine. Don't you want to change? Don't you want to start playing by your own rules and escape the routine so your fantasy becomes reality? Where every night is an adventure, where new flavors are ready to be tasted, where it feels like you're a winner. Take a chance. Reward yourself. Make your routine anything but routine. Escape every day at Wind Creek Casino and on the Casinoverse app. Oh, look, honey, the ants are back. Wow. We leave one itsy-bitsy speck of food out, and they appear out of nowhere. Yeah, it's pretty hard to believe we used to try to get rid of these guys. Now they're just part of the family. (coughs) To be honest, I liked our family the way it was before they came. I guess it's time to call Cooks. You don't have to live with pests. Get proven protection from Cooks Pest Control. Call or go online for a free quote. Cooks Pest Control. Uh, Good morning again. Temperatures today will hold in the 50s. We'll start off in the 40s. Our temperatures are going to stay pretty much 40s and 50s for the rest of the week, but it won't stay dry all week. In fact, rain chances start increasing tonight. We'll have rain chances throughout the day tomorrow. The rain really picks up Wednesday and then again on Thursday into Friday morning. The weekend right now looks dry, but cooler than normal with highs in the upper 40s. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Forecast the service of Athens State University, your university, your way. Visit Athens State University online at athens.edu. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and if you're just joining us, I have the great pleasure of introducing a new friend and and brother in the Lord, John Jackson, with Sleep in Heavenly Peace. And if you think that sounds like the Christmas Carol, you're absolutely right. And he is going to tell us all about what that is, how it got started, and why it should be something that you want to pay attention to. Welcome, John. Good morning. Thank you, Allie, for having me this morning. It's an honor and a pleasure to be speaking with you and and everyone else out there. Well, thank you, sir. Okay. So, we're going to move to the uncomfortable topic of bratty teenagers on Christmas and the good that came out of it. 
And they named it Sleep in Heavenly Peace, essentially after the Christmas Carol, Silent Night. Right. Yeah. Because it I, was like a Christmas project. Uh-huh. Kind of how it came about. So. And so they, it began to grow. So right. tell us how these guys in Twin, Twin Falls, Idaho, and you got hooked up and what you're doing here in Alabama. Sure, sure. So one night in uh, February of 2018, I was just flipping through Facebook like we all do, and uh, I stopped at uh, Mike Rowe, uh, the guy that does dirty jobs. Yes, sir. Water to build Alabama, uh, some of the trade commercials. But he had a, uh, a show on Facebook called Return to Favor, and they would highlight different uh, nonprofit organizations and then do something for them, you know, help them in their service and this particular night it was sleeping heavenly peace and uh watched the uh uh show there's usually about 15 20 minutes and i thought well that's that's kind of neat uh didn't really think about kids not having beds uh but kind of went on their website and thought well i'll just see if there's one close by and learn a little bit more about it uh when i clicked on the website, the closest one to us at the time was that. It was in San Antonio. Okay. So they were, were about 15, 16 chapters at that time, and uh, so there was a little button down at the bottom that said start a chapter. So uh, talked to my wife about it, and she was on board, said that'd be something that you're kind of interested in. And, and again, like we talked about before, I am not a leader in any way. So it was totally uh, God's will and, and Him kind of prodding us along to this road. So uh, start the chapter. Uh, to do that, you had to go out to Twin Falls. So like I said, I watched the show in February. In March, I was headed out to Twin Falls to do the chapter president training. 
uh, went through that. Uh, that was a godsend because you could do go out there two different ways. You could pay for it yourself, or you could raise the funds. Uh, so we decided just to, to have faith in God. We paid for our, our way out there, and uh, something came up at work that uh, they needed me to be at another place uh, that Monday after training. So they uh, they paid for half my trip. So that 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 right there. We knew God was in that as well. Yes, indeed. Got four kids, and they were getting ready to go to college. So, you know, uh, money's tight there. So yes. Provided. Okay, well, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, tell us about, for, forgive the pun, some of the nuts and bolts about what's involved in an actual bed build, who gets involved, and some of those stories, if you will. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in a jiff. You know you can hear WKAC on the radio, on your computer, and on your smartphone, but now here's another way. Okay, Google, play WKAC. Play WKAC. That's right. If you're the proud owner of a Google Home device, you can hear your favorite oldies on WKAC via the TuneIn Radio app. And it's absolutely free. Just say, OK, Google, play WKAC and listen to all our great programming in crystal clear quality, day or night. It's just another way to serve our listeners from WKAC1080.com and 1080. WKAC. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Many older gas appliances have pilot lights which safely and automatically light the main burner. Always take precautions when relighting a pilot light and be sure to read the instruction manual for step-by-step instructions. Remember to always allow unburned gas to leave the room before you strike a match. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by the Athens Gas Department. Keeping the city of Athens informed. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com 256 256- Two seven four eight five three zero. Hey, slow down, buddy. This ain't Talladega. And that race car driver's number on your back window, you ain't him. Truth is, just 10 miles over the speed limit and your chances of killing someone are four times higher. So forget the number on your window and memorize the one on that orange prison jumpsuit. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Tell us what you think by calling 232-6828. We're back now with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I am chatting with John Jackson, John Jackson, excuse me, who heads up in Alabama in, are you guys in Hartzell? Is that correct? Yes, we have the okay. Hartzell chapter. The Hartzell chapter of Sleep in Heavenly Peace, which is the kind of a group that, if you can imagine how um, Habitat for Humanity gets involved in building homes, Sleep in Heavenly Peace gets involved in having communities come together and build beds. 
And, um, John, if you would, I mean, you're kind of going, well, bed, I mean, what? Please tell our audience the importance of what has happened, the things that you have seen with your own eyes when a kid gets their first bed, their own bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, sleep is so important. And at the beginning of our bills, I kind of, this is kind of my spiel I give. Uh, but we, we all want a place of our own. Mm-hmm. And we don't really think about it until we're just, you know, we always get sick. We always have sad times. And a lot of times that place for us is just laying down. And uh, some of these kids, they don't, they don't have that place. If they do, they're sharing it with other siblings or with their parents. And uh, just not only having your own place, but having a place that you can truly rest uh, helps not only with, with their school, but with their self-esteem, with their conduct. So it's not just a good night's sleep that uh, they get. It just really helps them wholeheartedly uh, gives them a place that's their own uh, something that is their own instead of having to share it so that's the thing that I've seen the most is, is just how uh, how excited they are and sometimes you can't even finish making up the bed because the small <laughs> ones are they're already in there and covered up and uh, so it's I was shocked at, at just something that what we would take for granted what it means uh, to a kid. Yeah, well, and I imagine that the usual fight between parents and kids about it's time to go to bed, go brush your teeth, get your jammas on, and go get in bed, that fight probably doesn't happen anymore because they're probably <laughs> beating feet to get into their own bed. Would you say that's correct? I do, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that uh, we've seen uh, just through other chapters talking and talking back to some of the families later on is, you know, the kids stayed in bed the whole day. He was reading a book or uh, whatever he was, they were doing, they did it in the bed for that, the rest of that day. Yeah, or breaking the rules by having your flashlight on under the covers and reading a book like you and I did when we were kids. What? Yeah. Read a book? Yeah. Okay. Fight, fighting for the top bomb. Yep, indeed. Yeah. Would you please tell our audience the story about the well, because they, uh, and let me mention this before um, I ask this question. Um, our listeners, what happens with these with these guys is that they don't just build the beds. They also have people that are donating mattresses, and they are also having people that are donating bedding. And this is brand new, still in the bag bedding from some of the big box stores and other places. Would you, John, please tell our listeners about the kid who wanted to be a paleontologist and how that worked out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this was early on. Uh, we had a, a family that needed uh, two beds. It was, uh, it was a 12-year-old and a 4-year-old, a uh, 12-year-old boy, 4-year-old girl. And uh, they had, uh, this was before the Muscle Shows chapter. Uh, so we decided that I would go over there one day after work, uh, took my sister with me and then my son was at UNA they were there so I had him meet us over there so real quickly I just went to their warehouse where we have our stuff I just picked some beddings what I thought would be for a 12 year old and a 4 year old girl and uh, took off didn't think anything about it we got to the home and uh, as we were coming in trying to set everything up my sister was 
talking to the young man and she uh saw he was doing some school workers there and he she asked him how he was doing in school and he said pretty good He's like my handwriting's not that good and my sister being a nurse just made the comment that uh well you could be a doctor because you can never read uh, <laughs> Prescription handwriting, yep. Uh, and he said, I don't want to be a doctor. And she said, well, What do you want to be? He said, I want to be a paleontologist. And when I heard that, I had already brought the bedding back. I had brought in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I just knew those little things. Those little things. Don't tell me that God doesn't care about the little things, because He does. Who would have thought? Uh-huh. That something that simple that could have met such a deep need in the life of a child would involve betting. Right. Yep. And they'll they'll sit there and hold the bags while we build the bed. <laughs> probably probably hugging them like a body pillow or something. Okay, so you got you got those beds. There's there's a little more to that story. You got those beds set up and and tell more about what the kids did. Oh, they just. They just loved it. I mean, it was, uh, uh, they just wanted us to stay and not leave, uh, invited us to, to stay for lunch. When we got ready to go, they were uh, wanting us to stay, and it was just the neat situation uh, yep. that you don't really think about. That, uh, you don't uh, think about the fact that beds are a big deal, and you've you've run into situations where, Kids don't even get to go to bed at a decent time because they're having to sleep in the recliner and the recliner's being occupied by a human that is, you know, watching TV and they have to wait to to go to bed. I mean, you, you just don't think about stuff like this as being that big of a deal, but it really is. <laughs> it really is. And um, what... We are going to do... No, not quite yet. Um, My next question is this. If people are interested in starting a chapter, what's the basic thing? What are the... I don't want to say hoops that they have to jump through, but obviously for a situation like this, you have to... You have to get training. You have to um, get your your ducks in a row. What is involved, please, in starting a chapter? Yeah, so you can go to our website. That's at www.shpbeds.org. And there'll be a link on there about starting a new chapter. And, and it's a lot different than when I started because we've got over 250 chapters now. Okay. Six in the state. So you have a better, a lot better support. So what will happen is as soon as you put that in, uh, you're interested in there, somebody locally, uh, we have what we call chapter support leads that are local, that ours is in gas, and they will contact you and just walk you through the steps. Uh, you'll need a core team, uh, a group of people that uh, want to jump in and, and, and lead that team and be different leaders within the, the core team to do different tasks. Because you've kind of gotten it down to a kind of a system, almost a, an assembly line as far as actually making the beds and to me one of the most attractive things about it is that you know somebody like me who can maybe put a screw in using a makita but you know i am i am no tradesperson a person that never has built anything gets a chance to get the kind of 
um, support and supervision so that they have the pleasure of being a part of the build. And that's, that's another, to me, that's another added blessing, value added to the person that's being involved is that they are actually building something that is tangible. That's right, yeah. They can see it coming from a stack of wood to a finished product in, in no less than an hour where we can build, you know, 20-something beds just the way it works. And like you said, we have different jigs and different uh, cheeks, cheeks if, you, if, you, if you will, on uh, the, the pieces and how they go together. So there's really uh, uh, the only skill we ask for is if you can read a tape measure because if you don't start right, you don't finish right. Boy, that's the truth. Yeah, measure three times, cut once. That's it. <laughs> okay, we're going to take our last break, and when we come back, what we would like to do is to have you talk about some of the other people that are involved as far as supplying mattresses, bedding, that kind of thing, and then how people can get a hold of you so that they can become a part of this wonderful organization, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in just a moment. First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080 WKAC. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners, now with three locations, Locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Planning for retirement is no small task. If you don't know where to start, join Chris Wallace of WG Financial Group every Saturday morning at 9 for the Rocket City Retirement Show. Chris shares helpful tips and strategies that just might change the course of your retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 9 to the Rocket City Retirement Show with Chris Wallace. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. 
Welcome back, everybody. We're finishing up our time here on the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show with John Jackson of Sleep in Heavenly Peace, which is a wonderful grassroots ministerial organization that has become nationwide that builds beds for kids that don't have them. And so um, it is not just the crews that come together out of life groups and churches and even just folks banding together. It is, there are also people that donate mattresses and bedding. So, John, tell us a little bit about the rest of the picture besides building the beds. Right. So, again, part of what we supply when we go into a home is the bed, a brand-new mattress and brand-new bed, like you said earlier. Uh, most of our bedding comes from different organizations. It comes from Sunday school classes. It comes from fourth-grade uh, classes. Um, where they want to do something they can't really support a build or come to a build but they do bedding drives okay and same with mattress drives same with some mattress drives but it's more of bedding uh than it is match what they do the, the mattress would be a, a money drive kind of thing mm-hmm. on average for a twin size mattress for a kiddo what does it cost for people to be able to um, give toward that. What what is it? What do you usually have to pay out for that? Usually around eighty to eighty-two dollars. Okay. Per mattress to get those delivered. Okay, and then bedding, I'm guessing, would be around forty, forty or fifty. Yes, ma'am. We get the bed in the bag, or you know, we there's people that uh, they'll just know of us, and if there's sheets that go on sale, they'll buy ten sets of sheets and then give them to us. Okay, John, with our last few seconds, please give people your contact info in case they want to get involved in a, a build somewhere here in North Alabama or start a chapter. Sure. So our main uh, to get, uh, find out about builds and stuff, you can go to our Facebook page. You'll just type in Sleep in Heavenly Peace Hartzell. You'll see a ton of them come up, but make sure you finish it out with Hartzell. If you want to get a uh, hold of me directly, my email is John dot jackson at shpbed.org spell john j-o-h-n again it's john dot jackson at shpbeds with an s dot org and when is your next build going to be my friend our next build is february the 18th in Moulton with the Lions Club. Okay, and those of you that are Athens Now readers, Mr. John and his crew are going to be on the front of the copy of the paper that comes out on Friday, so pick one up and read it. Get involved. John, thank you so much for joining me, and thank you for what you're doing. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. Peace out for now. We'll see you in a week. You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.